0: The information given in this podcast is general in nature, and you're advised to seek your own independent financial advice from a qualified advisor before investing your money. Money,
1: money, money.
0: The biggest unanswered question is money.
1: Money, the money, money,
0: Where is the money? And now, reinventing the way you invest. How to value the best stocks and buy them for less than they're worth. Welcome to Valueable, the podcast with your host, Roger Montgomery.
1: Hi, I'm Roger Montgomery and welcome to this episode 10 of our Valuable podcast series. If you're enjoying the series, I do hope that you'll uh, continue on to um, the book uh, Valuable, which is available at rogermontgomery.com because in that book, obviously, we have tables uh, and examples and charts which we can't display in a podcast like this. Today, we're going to be talking about investing for the long term. Um, In the last episode, we talked about return on equity, which was one element of valuing a company. It's important, though, to take a step back from the metrics and the framework of value investing to understand that the benefits of value investing really should only be expected to work over the very long run, not necessarily over the short run. In the 92 years since 1926 and up to December 31st, 2017, the S&P 500 has produced 24 negative years and 68 positive years. In other words, the S&P 500 has been producing positive returns for three quarters of the time and negative returns for only one quarter of the time. In fact, if we restrict the count of negative years to those episodes of 10% or greater declines, then there are just 13 years and that's just 14% of all periods. And so value investing works it's particularly helpful in the negative years and it's also going to be reassuring in those negative years because you know that if you're finding opportunities in those major negative years, there are very few of them and they're typically followed by many positive years. More recently, if we take a more typical investment horizon into account, for example, the 38 years since 1980, um, we've seen intra-year declines of between 3% and 49% every year, Uh, declines therefore are simply part and parcel of investing. Um, And once again, uh, the market has produced a positive return in 29 of those 38 years. So I want you as a value investor to understand that just because you're value investing doesn't mean that you're going to make money every single year. You will inevitably have negative years. But if you invest for longer periods of time um, and the investment is left alone for a longer period of time, then the variance of returns reduces. In other words, you find there are fewer negative periods. Over a one-year time frame, for example, um, the S&P 500 has had dramatically variable results. In fact, the best return was 54% and the worst return was 43% over a one-year period. If we look at all of the three-year periods, then the best annualised return produced us 31%, while the worst three-year period produced a minus 27% annual return. And if we extend the window out even further, um, out to a decade, then the best period was a 20% annualised return, and the worst was a negative 1.4% annualised return. Finally, if we extend the horizon out to 20 years, two decades, and no reasonable investor in the stock market should have a horizon that's less than this, um, the best annualised return is 11.7% and the worst annualised return is 3.1%. No negative annualised returns over a 20-year window.
0: This is Valuable with Roger Montgomery, teaching you how to value the best stocks and buy them for less than they're worth.
1: It's also the case that uh, more recently, Fidelity uh, produced some interesting results. Uh, they're one of the world's largest fund managers with over two trillion dollars in client assets, and they concluded. Um, so they concluded, <laughs> interestingly, in an internal study, um, that the best investment returns came from those who had invested with them the longest. In fact, their study reviewed client accounts from 2003 to 2013, and they discovered that the very best-performing accounts were held by investors that were in fact dead or deceased. Um, In second place were investors that had forgotten they had accounts at Fidelity. Um, Clearly, neither group had the ability or the willingness to time their entries and exits into the market. Um, And so it's really important to reinforce the idea that value investing works very well, but it works very well over longer periods of time. Um, If you're in the business of predicting crashes, and remember they occur over many months, it's going to be difficult, if not impossible. So imagine how difficult it is um, if you miss the very best days, Um, if you're going to get uh, the sell-off's wrong, uh, then it's likely you're going to not be able to pick the very best handful of days. If we look at the S&P 500 data, missing just a few choice days over the past two and a half decades results in materially detrimental uh, reductions in your returns For example, $10,000 invested in the S&P 500 on January 1st, 1992, and reinvested annually through to December 31st, 2017, that $10,000 grew to $109,000, which was an annual compounded return of 9.6%. But if you miss just the 10 best days, the $10,000 grew to just $54,000 rather than $109,000. Um, So over a long period of time, the volatility of your returns is reduced and you're also more likely to capture the best days. So make sure that when you approach value investing, you approach it with a long-term time horizon in mind. That's all we've got time for today in this podcast. I look forward to talking with you in podcast episode 11 for Valuable and look forward to talking to you again soon.
0: You've been listening to Valuable, the podcast with Roger Montgomery, reinventing the way you invest. Subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Castbox.fm, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Stream on demand from our website. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Want to learn more? You can get Roger's best-selling book, Valuable, from Amazon or any good online book retailer.